Hi, what's up? <laughs> My name's Anna. <laughs> you guys want to have fun? <laughs> Um, my name is Anna Mae Smith. I'm a comedian uh, from Kansas City um, who just got done acting a fool at the grocery store. And now I am telling you to come to the show on Friday, April 7th. It's the Twisted Comedy Show. It's at Twisted Vine. Uh, it's in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, the address, it's got a lot of numbers and it ends in road. So it might be kind of off to the side of Lawrence. Listen, doesn't matter. It's not what we're here to talk about. It's going to be a really fun comedy show. Um, Brian and Jeremy are going to be there. Um, and uh, Kaylee Carr, they're a wonderful comedian from Kansas City. They're really good at thrift shopping, too. And um, Evan Christian Golt, also a rad comedian from Kansas City. And he made me soup once. And so pff, doesn't get a lot better than this. We're going to have a really fun time. Um, I've been promised wine. I've never been there. I'm psyched. So I hope you all come out. To the show, April 7th. Bye. You're listening to Try to Podcast, a show about an aspiring comic and an ex-con trying to start over and make good after years of fucking it up. Now, here are your hosts, Jeremy and Brian. Uh, 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 O-A-A, Saturday. <laughs> Well, we wasted so much time trying to get the uh, audio uh, set up. That yes. I am now down to my last bar on my battery for this recorder, so that should be interesting. Oh, fuck. Maybe a short one today, guys. We're going <laughs> to have a lot to get to. We're going to do our best to get to it. Oh, yeah? Do we have a lot to get to? Oh, no. I mean, what, really do you have, what do you have for me this week, Brian? Man, I don't know, dude. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, another school shooting. Hey. Hey-o. There we go. Hey, there you um, go, America. Yeah. Guns, gods, and government. That's what we're we, all about here. Yeah. Well, and, and, and we have, uh, I mean, a uh, former president got indicted, but by the way, he's still on the campaign trail. Nothing's going to happen. Big deal. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you understand what's going on with that indictment? I mean, I, I understand that there's some hush money to a porn star. But do you and, know, I mean, like, is hush money illegal? I, I don't think it is. It, 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 I, I didn't think it. I mean, you know how many undisclosed agreements there are with people all over the place, whether it's business yeah. related or, hey, uh, you didn't see, uh, you know, like the, there's all these things with celebrities and business people where they just right. hand over money all the time. But. So uh, that's actually a very good uh, point you bring up. Right. And, so, and that's something that I want to talk to you about and to a lot of people because I was talking to Sarah about it yesterday and she was like, I didn't think hush money was illegal. I didn't think so either. And you're right. Hush money is not illegal. It is the way that the hush money was used that is illegal. Oh, as a as a, as a cocaine straw, they rolled up the hush no. money and sniffed the line. No, that no. is illegal to do. No, they so uh, it first of all it was used um, to advance a politician's career, right? Okay, so it was used in advance of um, of the twenty sixteen election. The contention with the um, district attorney's office in lower Manhattan is that uh, they it was is in-kind uh, campaign contribution is what it is so instead so, of uh, somebody giving money to your campaign you're giving money to save your campaign because you're kind of controlling the narrative by eliminating information possibly. kind of what kind what? of uh, because here's the thing if Donald Trump wrote her a check for hundred and thirty thousand dollars uh-huh which by the way it wouldn't have been an issue. Pocket change. Well, they he claims to be a billionaire, but but for all intents and purposes, I no, don't, no, no, I don't no, think no, he no, is. No, 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 no. I'm talking if I'm hurt. That's pocket change, motherfucker. You step it up. So because I'm gonna tell, I, I want a million dollars. Oh yeah. Or I'm gonna tell him how you know you wanted a finger in your ass <laughs> that you did a little cocaine. You know, like I'm right. gonna I'm gonna fucking paint this picture. A million dollars. I think a hundred and thirty thousand dollars actually to me lets me know that like. That's a much more realistic number, like the 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 price to pay off somebody to to shut the hell up. Yeah, is way less than what we think it is. Yeah, yeah, true. You know what I mean? True, especially for for what he did. I mean, he had sex with the porn star weeks Which, after. By the way, props. But well, weeks props. A, weeks after his wife had a child, and not so many props. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, exactly. day. What a piece of shit. But then also on top of that, he's supposed to be running as the Republican candidate Yo, and re republicans try to act like they, i'm very conservative family fiscal exactly <laughs> even though it's my third wife 
<laughs> I have. I am the most fatherly person that's ever ran for office. That's me. Uh, people are saying I am the most fatherly person, mostly because I can make so many kids. Yes. <laughs> But, what they say, third time's the charm. <laughs> <laughs> and it has been. He hasn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she hasn't left him yet. But but so uh, so there's there's actually two um, uh, sex workers. So there's Stormy Daniels and there's this other person. I can't remember her name who uh, was a Playboy model who got one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh, that's got to piss Stormy off. Now, here's the other part of mm-hmm. this, though. Um the person who paid for that, his name is David Pecker, which is kind of funny. <laughs> of course it is. David Pecker is the owner of like American Media Inc. or something like that. But it, the, the the parent company for the National Enquirer. Okay. They buy stories all the time for high oh, profile yeah. people. Oh, yeah. And uh, will basically quash it if they are friends with this, with this person. In this case, they're friends with Donald Trump. Uh-huh. David Pecker paid the $150,000. This is the one that I think is going to get him in the most trouble. Because David Pecker paid one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and and like then they reimbursed David Pecker oh through the Trump organization. So that's why they're saying this is an in kind campaign contribution. The wow. most the most you can donate is like twenty three twenty seven hundred something like that. It's under three thousand dollars. Uh huh. The most that an individual or a company can can uh, can contribute. And so this this is where he's getting in trouble. It's not the fact that he paid somebody to shut the hell up. It's how he paid it, and then how they covered it up. Because then, like like the the money that they paid to uh, uh, Cohen, his, uh, his his fixer, he had a fixer, a fixer. Dude, a I fixer. need a fucking fixer. I, I need a haircut. I need a fixer, <laughs> and I need one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. And uh, so, like he paid Michael Cohen paid the one hundred thirty thousand to Stormy Daniels, and then they reimbursed him through the Trump organization. So once again, it was somebody else making a campaign donation. Uh, and then the company paying it and hiding what that money was for. God, can you imagine Again, if you would have just this. cut her a check? Yeah. everything would have been fine. Now, everything would have been fine, quote unquote. I still think everything would have been fine because nobody, no Trump supporter gave a shit about those allegations. Oh, once they came to light. No, no. So, so everything would have been fine. But dude, this is just a, one of a long line of things that, is, that he's he's going to get in trouble for. Oh, dude, long this line guy of is finally fucking. This guy is going to be the Teflon Don. He's just like, oh, his name is Don. It's yeah. just it's, it's just like John Gotti. They call him the Teflon Don, you know, because yep. uh, nothing would stick. Hey, but you know, so we're going to see what happens here. I mean, right now, I mean, this guy has a shit ton of money, and he doesn't seem to be fucking worried about it. He's still oh, he's, out. he's worried. Trump. I mean, he. I mean, he doesn't seem to be showing it. He's still out oh, no, there no. just doing his damn thing. But behind the scenes, yeah, uh, the, the people who are like in the know are like he's freaking out. I just read an article before uh, we recorded that he was getting ready. He was joking around about throwing a no indictment party because he had thought that he was going to get arrested like oh, like ten days before. Uh, in fact, he was telling his his crowds he was going to get arrested on on Tuesday, the, the previous Tuesday. And uh, it didn't happen, so he was getting cocky. He was going to throw, like, a no-indictment party, uh, have, like, gold uh, uh, handcuffs. Oh, that's badass. That they, could, they could hand out. Oh, that's fucking... I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, but... Uh, I love that shit. But now, See, I mean... Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. That's cool. Gold handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. You know, fucking just flashing in people's faces. Like, I can do whatever. It all started with grab him by the pussy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he got... He got elected after that. Was that was supposed to be the October surprise that was going to take him down. <laughs> Nobody gave no, a shit. People's like, man, this is the kind of America I'm looking for. I, I think it spoke more to how much people hated Hillary than it did really, to how much they liked Trump. And that's exactly what happened in the last election but, is how but, much people hated Trump. Yeah. They voted for well, they voted against Trump, not for Biden. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I didn't hold my nose when I was voting for Biden by any any stretch of the imagination, but I, I, I there's a lot of people who uh, who held their nose and voted for Trump back in the day, uh, 2016. Yeah, um, and a lot of those people left. Uh, it's interesting though because I, I just I don't know what's going to happen with this. I, I still think he should lean into that. To be honest with you, yeah, lean into it. Um, even though he's being indicted, and that's what he's doing. He put out statements saying that you know this is another witch hunt, <laughs> just like the. The first, um, uh, what was it? Just like the, 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 what was he? He was impeached. So just like the first impeachment, and oh, the yeah, second impeachment that. hoax. I'm like, it's not a hoax. You were impeached. <laughs> you were impeached. You can't call it a hoax. You were impeached. But 
yeah, he's uh, he's 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 saying that he is uh, the most maligned president of all time. And it's like, you know what? Sometimes bad things happen to bad people, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. That, like you are a bad person. Yeah, and I mean, well, things are catching up to you, dude. I mean, you you can you can have a long successful um, run of doing shitty things. You know, yeah. you can, and and you can even be getting ahead. And by the way, goddamn, that is. It's a terrible way to live. I mean, the stress oh, and dude. the guilt that comes with doing things the wrong way. I don't think he way. has any guilt whatsoever. I mean, and then, then, then that's a sociopath. Because, he is. <laughs> because I was a fake sociopath. Like, I was doing bad things, but I would feel bad. But then I would just keep going and, and, and try and forget about it. But this I mean, I don't know how you sleep well at night, honestly. I mean, it's, I don't know if he does. I, it, that's like, why he's tweeting at three in the morning. Three o'clock in when the morning. He could tweet. Right. No, he can uh, tweet now, dude. He's, he's back. He's back. He's tweeting. Yeah. Thank you, Elon Musk. Dude, he has a huge following too, huh? I mean, does he? I guess. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not on Twitter I mean, anymore. I mean, it's just as much people that hate him than people that like him because right. they, they just want to see what he's going to say. Yeah. I think it was last time I saw it was like 87 million people or something like that were following him on Twitter. God dang. Yeah. Do you I, get money for that? It's like TikTok. Do you get money for that? I mean, you can. You can. You can parlay that into some into some money. Like when you. Like the celebrities that like post like, oh, I'm enjoying my Coca-Cola this morning. And like it was a $10,000 tweet. Yeah. Uh, that, I don't know how much that happens anymore. But when it first uh, when Twitter first came around, I, I remember hearing about that. But yeah, we should see. I don't, I don't think Trump's going to spend any time in prison um, because all the appeals and stuff are going to go on longer than he can possibly be alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, not to mention it's going to be probably be years before we see anything happen with like uh, Georgia and the election fraud and stuff like that. The whole time he was screaming election fraud, election fraud, election fraud. He was literally calling the people who were counting the votes. You got to find 17,000 votes for me. <laughs> I need it. Give it to me right in my veins. <laughs> but dude, I, I, that, everything, man, in America is shitty like that. And it's like that with sports yeah. and politics. The losers are always saying it's fixed. Yeah. The losers, Rep- Democrats did the same thing. Republicans have done the same thing. Uh, Chiefs fans, God, we're the worst. I don't oh, do this God. shit. They blame it on the fucking refs. All the time. I can't stand that shit, man. I didn't see. Uh, so KU lost in the uh, in the, in the the tournament. Yes. I didn't. Since I'm not on all the socials like uh-huh. I used to be, I didn't see. I used, I used to love getting on, on Twitter after a KU yeah. loss. Yeah. And <laughs> just seeing everybody melting down. Yeah. Were people melting down? Well, it, it, it was fucking crazy because Bill Self had a heart attack before the tournament started. Oh, no, it was a routine procedure. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Routine. Oh, yeah, it's a routine procedure a when somebody fact, has a heart attack. I don't attack. know if Bill Self is honestly still alive. We haven't yeah. seen him since. I think that there's just, you know, we've uh, the, the, so they've had five uh, bench players enter the transfer portal because we have a really good recruiting class coming in. They knew they weren't going to play. Right. But, but you know, we, we, we had a, I mean, would things have been different if Bill Self were there? I believe so. Probably. We lost by one point. But free throws. You can't miss free throws, dude. That's the reason why they call them free throws. Yeah. yeah the, you you, you got to score points. When the clock's not running, every chance you have, and um, yeah, but but it wasn't. It was almost like everybody knew that the team this year we had no bench, we right. had no bench. Um, so I mean, it was dude, and there are no number ones left. Uh, today, no, not at all. Yeah. Today in the final four, Florida Atlantic University is playing San Diego State. Oh yeah, to go to the final. That's <laughs> yeah. fucking cool, right? It is cool. And on and the other side, Miami and UConn. So I've got two things. I, I just now realized. Every other shot in basketball is called a shot. Why do they call it a free throw? I don't know. It, it is true. <laughs> like when I think it's of a throw, yeah, I think yeah. of like a quarterback pass. Yeah, like like why you is know? it a free throw? Like it should just be a free shot. Yeah, why not a free shot? Everything yeah. else, you got a jump shot. Jump shot. You got a hook shot. A hook shot. Yeah. You uh, got a three-point shot. Even, even even the granny shot, which isn't yeah. used that much anymore. Yeah. But then a free throw. A free throw. Nope, sorry. No, no you got to throw it with one hand. Exactly. You can't, you I can't. wish they would. Like, that like, one, you got to like, whoa, just throw it really hard. I mean, that's how Shaq used to shoot free throws. Oh God, he let go. Terrible. He let go with his left hand and would shoot with his, with his one because he was so bad. And they said that he actually shot granny shot. Uh, every once in a while in practice yeah. and did way better, but he he looked funny, so he didn't People want to do it. People just refuse to do it because it's the look. Isn't that stupid? It fucking makes you look weak. I think we've talked about this in the past. I don't know if we have. Uh, about how, like... Can we pause? Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 that. And, and um... <laughs> 
Okay, so we just pause every, every time. I got every time I back. poop, it's not the same. I gotta peel the curtain back because <laughs> we're doing a little bit of show stuff behind the scenes. When Brian said pause it, and then like without even talking about it, I just pressed uh, record again, and Brian decided to take the lead. Okay, so that's that. That's that. You like, guys whatever we were just know. talking about. Donald Trump's people called and is <laughs> pissed. A, yeah, he did not like what we were saying, and <laughs> we may or may not get sued. So we got to change the topic now. So yeah, free shots. Um, that's it. Free shots, free throws. No, but it, but it's amazing to me how how, how somebody could know <clears throat> that a, a very easy fix would be to do a granny shot. A granny and they, shot. They would make more free throws. It would put yep. their team in a better position to win. Yep. yep. But because they look silly, they decide not to do it. That's right. I mean, it's it's the same thing as it would almost be like biking through New Orleans. Um. Uh, with with tons of cars and potholes and stuff like uh-huh. that, maybe not even yeah. you know <clears throat> using a uh, uh, you haven't even, like rode a bike in years yeah uh, outside of maybe one trip to Colorado, but deciding not to use a helmet dude, because helmets, because you, no. you look silly helmets. If are, I knew somebody like that, if I, would, I was dude, if I was like, on a Harley so Davidson, stupid. fuck yeah, I'd do it. You know, what I okay. mean? I'd do it. I'd yeah. do it. Yeah, but helmets weren't even a thing when I was a kid. I mean, football players matter. were barely wearing helmets. You I mean, weren't I a kid dude, riding the bike when we were in the helmets. Ones. When I, well, dude, we had to wear a helmet in in Colorado. Yeah, had to. Yeah, it was preceded. It blocked my peripheral view. Okay, it fucked with me, dude. It fucked with me. And not to mention, I still need a goddamn haircut. I don't even think I can get a helmet <laughs> over this head of fucking hair. You got a point. You got yeah. a big old head. Uh, so, and, and here's what I was thinking: like we're talking about, um, you know, the presidents and Biden. Yeah. And, and I, I really think that Hunter Biden and I in my old life would have been great friends, dude. This oh, motherfucker, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know. Is that picture real when he's just got like a laptop in his lap? I think so. A crack pipe in his mouth. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. motherfucker right here. But it would freak me the fuck out. You know, you're in what a room with people just oh. high. You've been up for a couple of days like, hey, that dude over there, that's uh, that's President Biden's son. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Could you imagine? Oh, dude, I'd have to get the fuck out of there. I know the Secret <laughs> Service is about to come. We're probably all going to get killed. Yeah. Put in a mass grave. He'll get taken to get clean. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We're watching the show Secession. I was going right to say now. Secession. There, we're watching there's it right a moment now. where yeah, well, what's his name? Uh, I can't. Is, That's Kendall. Is Kendall? Is it Kendall? Uh, the like, like, the, like the, the oldest kid. Yes, Kendall. Ken. Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. Um, he's into drugs. And uh, they're in some like desert mountain town, and just like goes and starts partying with these methods. That <laughs> shit, fucking. He's a billionaire. Str- yeah, that shit stressed me out, bro. That scene stressed me out too. Like, yeah, because shit could just go bad. But so, where are you with success? With Succession, are you caught up? Um, no, no, no. Oh, uh, we just started season two. Man, just a bunch of motherfuckers. Is it based on Rupert Murdoch's family? Or yeah, is it, yeah. It's based on Rupert Murdoch's family. Oh my god, it's dude. crazy, These dude. Fuckers, man. I swear to God, in the uh, Shiv, the daughter just pisses me off. I love Shiv. Uh, they, they just, uh, they all just piss me off, dude. They all just piss me off. So the new season started. It, it, it's really good. Uh, just just it. one episode. Oh yeah, dude. Kieran. Yeah, Not Karen. Ki- yeah. Is it Karen? Yep. Karen. Karen. Great in that he's show. Killing it. Everybody hates the guy who plays Ken. Did you know that? Oh yeah, dude. I, I actually, actually, I, I, I don't believe. Uh, yeah, tell, he's, he's a. He's tell a, me why. He's a method actor. He acts that way on studio. The way Ken's character is, uh-huh. he acts that way on set. Oh god. And he, he's, he's, he's awkward, but he's also backstabbing, and yeah. he, he's a narcissist, and like he's, he acts exactly like Ken on set. And everybody, including the, the, the patriarch, what's his name, and uh, the actor's name, Cox. Yeah, yeah, Brian Cox. Uh, he's like this old Scottish. Is he really? Scottish? Is he is he Irish? He's fucking. Br- I think he's Irish. He's brilliant in everything. But he's, he does. he's this old school actor who you know has worked with, uh, with with method actors in the past. Yes, and he's like, we're acting. Just fucking act. Yes, yes. You know, yeah. like just act. That's what. I, that's what I, I used to try to like. I fancied myself as like remaining in character, but like yeah. in the green room and stuff like that yeah. during like little shows that we did. And I just realized at one point, I'm like, no, this is what acting is. If you're just like being this person at all times and you're not actually acting. Yes. Yes. You've just adapted a, a, a character and you, you're walking around like that person. That's not acting. That's right. You're not. That's you're not, not you're yeah, just yeah. doing an impression of somebody yes. all, the entire time. That, that's not like acting is, is becoming that person when they say action. Action. <laughs> yes. Like, so uh, uh, fucking Dustin Hoffman in Marathon yeah. Man stayed up all night long, you know, because he had a scene where he's supposed to be. Like exhausted, stressed, tired, and then he jumped in a uh, bathtub full of ice before the scene. Yeah. And Lawrence Olivier said, "Have you ever just tried acting?" 
I love it. Oh, man. Like, oh, dude. Okay. Well said. I guess I'll stop. I yeah, guess I'll try acting. Fucking Jared Leto sending, like, his castmates dead baby pigs and shit yeah. during, when he's playing the Joker. Like, yeah. dude, I would fucking beat his little ass. Like, you disgusting <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, no shit, I don't want to see that shit. I would beat his little frail ass, dude. I, I just wonder, like, are they so in character that they that they don't have, like, Starbucks on the set? You know? Because, I mean, you know they got a coffee. Exactly, yeah, Could because, you imagine yeah, yeah, like, being Star- the Joker? Yeah, yeah like, oh, no, Starbucks doesn't exist in Gotham. <laughs> exactly, being no. the Joker. Like, uh, <laughs> behind the scenes, but you're, like, <laughs> sipping on the freak Starbucks that you get. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so, man. But it, the, the thing is, is, uh, yeah, the method actor, but I, I, yeah, I'm not I gotta say, I really don't believe when I look at this guy. You know, he just looks like a little chihuahua. You know what yeah. I mean? And which and, one, Kieran Culkin or no, the... no, no, no? Like uh, just just a brother, Kendall. You know, and like yeah, yeah. The, the fact that he thought he was going to take over the company, and you can, and maybe that was a casting choice. He just doesn't fill the father's shoes, man. No, no, he wants to, but he's nobody just, will. They they all have been handed everything, and they're just fucking. They're all they're all scandalous, dude. I think Shiv's got the best chance. Shiv's got the the best yeah, but, personality for it all, yeah, and they're just scandalous. Yeah, I mean, and, and she's been given everything in her life, but her as the only daughter has had to fight for a lot of stuff within the family. Yeah, yep. So, I but think, anyway, uh, I mean, it's I mean, it is a great show. Check it out. HBO just is solid. You know, also I'm watching The Wire on the side. Oh yeah. You know, HBO is just solid, dude. Dude, you know what's really solid right now? What? Apple TV. Apple TV. Yeah, dude. Well, we got the Ted Lasso. We well, got the Ted Lasso. Uh, why do we add the to it? Yeah, the Ted Lasso. <laughs> you got like the, the shrinking. Yeah, you got I, the shrinking. I don't know that one. That's uh, Jason Siegel. Okay. Uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, it, it's written by the guy uh, Ken uh, Wolf. What's his name? Uh, from uh, the Ted Lasso, the bearded guy from the Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, the soccer player. Uh, Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Yes. Yeah, it's written by him. Wow! Yeah, uh, and it's it's a great show. It's it's a, it's about uh, Jason Siegel is also one of the writers creators. Um, he's a uh, he's a psychologist, and his wife has recently died, and he's kind of gone off the deep end. Um, his daughter uh, looks just like his wife, so that, that kind of throws him for a loop every once in a while. Harrison Ford is a coworker of his, uh, who's like trying to. Um, help the daughter behind the scenes uh but it's jason siegel you know from how i met your mother so it's also really funny uh but it's it's really smart uh it's endearing and we binged it we watched the shit out of it and uh another one that we're watching right now is the big door prize (laughs) what oh dude what is that tell me more it is a wonderful thought experiment is is what it boils down to. So Chris o, Chris O'Dowd, who's been a ton of things. If you if you saw him, you'd recognize him. He's this Irish dude, and I love the fact that like he's completely Irish in all of his American shows too. Like he's just married to some. Like he lives in Deerfield, any state, um, and he's just got this thick Irish brogue, and nobody like, like there's no explanation for it. He's just he's from Ireland. It's almost like Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day. No matter what he was in, he still had that Austrian accent. Yeah, yeah. It didn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> but, yes. but like uh, everything. Same thing happens here. He, he doesn't try to hide the Irish brogue or anything like that. But um, a mysterious uh, game shows up at like a general store in this little town. All right. And uh, nobody knows where it came from. I'm already interested. I like yeah. little, little weird shit like that. Yeah. And all you do is you go in to this little game and you... First of all, you enter your social security number and they scan your fingerprints. Oh, which is I'm just like, okay, what the? That's a scam, scam, well, I'm, or just for tax purposes, maybe whatever. But then it it spits out a card that tells you what your like your your peak potential is. Mm, right, I like that. So like, I, I don't want that kind of honesty. Yeah, yeah, but but like, <laughs> it gets to the point where like everybody in town is going in there and doing it, and like once they find out what they're potential is they start to realize that like oh well maybe maybe there is more to this maybe there's maybe maybe i am underselling myself if my full potential is this why am i not angling toward that yeah and by the way it, it usually is in line with with like a secret uh obsession they have or a secret love of something uh-huh. that they have right um and everybody has these lofty things but the main character chris o'dowd it's, it's not a spoiler um 
he his is just teacher slash whistler. Oh fuck! <laughs> and he's already a teacher, and he's already the best whistler in town. And so that's what that's why I wouldn't want to know. Exactly, because I wouldn't want to know. I've it's already like, reached it. Wait a second, I've already peaked. Yeah. Or like like your 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 maximum potential was like second in state in IDA improvised oh, yeah, duet acting. Yeah, yes, like oh wait, yeah. twenty years ago I, I already reached, reached my it. Peak? That means I'm fucking way after the credits have already rolled. My movie's <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. So it's but it's a really fun thought experiment and how everything you know kind of rolls out with the show but then it, it also helps that everybody in the show is, is like they're really colorful characters um and it's it's just a little a little bit quirky um but it's it was written by this one this one was really fun too because it was written by somebody else that, that would uh uh spark your interest i believe it was john francis daly uh but let me let me look here uh sorry do you know who john francis daly is no oh well in that case you're not gonna you're not gonna care <laughs> we have the dogs downstairs making a lot of noise today. <laughs> oh no 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 no! This this is the one. I'm sorry. This is the one that was written by uh, some some of the same people that uh, wrote Shit's Creek. Oh, okay. So it's got that okay. kind of lineage to yeah, it. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool show. You should check it out. That's on Apple. Uh, it's on Apple. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I brought up John Francis Daly, he's the kid from uh, Freaks and Geeks. Like the star of Freaks and Geeks. Do you remember that oh, show? Oh, yeah, I do. And I you do. know how everybody came from Freaks and Geeks? Yes. You got Jason Siegel, you got Seth Rogen, yeah. you got Busy Phillips, you got uh, a couple of other. Michael uh, Sarah? Was he no, a little bit? No, 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 he wasn't. Uh, one of the girls from like ER. Uh, I, I can't remember everybody, but everybody came from that show. Yeah. Judd Apatow, uh, yep. his early uh-huh. stuff. John Francis Daly has been kind of. Like nobody's heard from him in a while. Yeah, basically, like in the movie The Outsiders, like everybody yes. became a huge star except yeah. for the lead character who played Pony Boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, he fucking disappeared. Well, this guy, come to find out, has been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. So he was the lead in Freaks and Geeks. God dang it, that's he wrote Spider Man Far From Home. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and now we're gonna go watch a movie tonight. <sighs> Dungeons and Dragons. Oh fuck yeah! I We're gonna refuse. go watch it tonight. Refuse. Uh, but my nephew wants to see it. Yeah, Come to town. Yeah, go by yourself. But you know, it's it's actually it's getting really good reviews. Dude, there's oh, I, but, I, I dude, this this is another thing. Man, Hollywood fucking sucks right now. Why does it? Why do they suck? And why, I believe why? that this is just another fucking Marvel type movie. And I it's, mean, it it's could gonna be. be a fucking formulaic fucking plot. It's just gonna be fucking yeah, shit. How, okay, it might be formulaic for people who play Dungeons and Dragons, but. For somebody like me who's only played Dungeons and Dragons once in my life, it can't be formulaic because I don't know anything about it. Bro, I just mean, no, I don't mean <laughs> about Dungeons and Dragons. I just mean this fucking beep, boop, 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 plot, print a goddamn script. I guess we'll see. Put it out. I, 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 well, anyway, the, the the guy who played the uh, the lead in Freaks and Geeks uh, is is he directed this one too? He direct did he write it and direct it? He just, wrote and directed it wow. with his writing partner. Dude, to to write a script, it's so fucking difficult, man. Dude, it's, it's got to be so hard. Oh but, my god, the arc and everything else. I mean, I, I say formulate, but still, you got to have a fucking to to write dialogue. And every scene has to mean something. You don't yeah. just have pointless scenes in movies. And if you do, you're like, what the fuck was that about? Right. But, um, yeah, just, just to have time to set and write anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, these guys are getting paid to do it. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's so. the way I always look I at it. I got a haircut. Like, I need a haircut. I can't get a haircut. Like, I got to write a script. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I was paid to write a script, I could probably write a script. <laughs> like, give me eight hours a day. If, Five days a week. If you're paid to get in shape for an action film, I would probably get in shape for the probably action do film. It. Yeah. yeah, but if I have to do it on top of everything else I'm doing, fuck, fuck that. that. <laughs> but but I do think it's I think it's cool when I see somebody like oh well, whatever happened to that guy? Turns out he's been behind the scenes doing stuff and he's built an entire career behind the scenes. Yeah. so much so that now he's he's directing big budget Hollywood films. Like that's a that's a success story behind the scenes that we didn't even know about. So there's really cool. so this is like a thing of mine right now. Net worths. I always like to dig into net worths. You know what I mean? My my, yeah. old, my old show Eureka Podcast. We yeah. had a thing called uh, Celebrity Net Worth. It's yeah, well, that, I, that website, and we would we like guess who who had the most money. Well, do people just fucking disappear? You know, like yeah. like 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 David Tell, a long stand up comedy. Guy. Oh yeah, fantastic. And he was guy. just in Kansas City. Yeah. Um and uh, truly hilarious. Yeah, truly like hilarious. Everything that comes out of his mouth. I mean, just just a yeah. fucking long time. So I was like, you know, I just I just wonder what his net worth is. You know, I wonder what it is. Yeah. And uh, well, did you have a guess? Can I guess? Yeah. Um, I'm because because he had a show on uh on on Comedy Central back in the day, but from what I understand, 
people don't get rich on Comedy Central shows unless you're like Trey Parker. Yeah, from, from what I heard, you don't. And they, Dave they Chappelle, use you, up. you know, but they, they chew you up. But, and spit but, you but out. even Dave Chappelle says that, that they fucking ripped him off. You know, I mean, to him they ripped him off, but he was he was set to make fifty million. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and this was back before you could just be like, well, fuck it, I'm going to take it to Netflix. Yeah, Fuck yeah. it, I'm going to take it to YouTube. Yes, I mean, exactly. Like, it, it, was, it, it was limited. Comedy Central was the only game in town for that that type of stuff. But anyway, uh, I would say I would say $800,000. million. Wow, good for dude, you, Dave. Uh, dude, nice. dude I, 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 I was guessing around there, too. But yeah. the thing is, it's the behind-the-scenes shit. Oh, yeah, so he's, he's a says, writer? So he's, he's predominantly you know, a stand-up comedian, but writing and producing stuff. Behind the scene, and that's I guess that's where it's at. Putting the money and time back in other shit, but like a lot of uh, these guys are just traveling with a. He's on stage last night in Kansas City wearing a yeah. black hoodie and jeans, yeah. looking like a homeless man. Yep, but there's got a fucking pocket full of cash. Well, yeah, I mean when so, I have to imagine he he doesn't just do small comedy club KC venues. He's probably a step up up from that. I where, think so. Where'd he I think I think uh, he, he was at the probably improv. theaters. He was like well, oh, okay. he was at the improv, but no. It was probably just, oh, I'm already going from this major spot to this major spot. Yeah. Might as well stop in here and do a show real yeah, quick. Yeah, because when you start to get above the actual comedy clubs and into theaters, like the Arvest Bank you know, theater and stuff like that, uh, what would be considered like similar to uh, the what, – what's uh, the main one in Wichita? Uh, the Orpheum. Trust, oh, the Orpheum. Orpheum yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. So you don't go up to an arena, but it's still like a 2,000, 3,000 yeah. seat, like small theater. You can do very well just touring those, uh, oh, especially as a comedian. I Because you think like 20 bucks for a ticket to watch a comedian. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's 3,000 seats, but, you know, 20, 20 bucks to watch Slipknot. You yeah. got to split it amongst the entire crew. Exactly. The yeah. entire band yeah, of nine sure. people. Yeah. And the bus drivers and all the yep. caterers and all that type of stuff. But when it's just a comedian, yeah. it's going to the comedian You're very and lean. his agents. You're very lean. Yeah. And everything's going right right to them. Um, plus, there's no instruments you have to worry about buying oh, and stuff like that. Show up. Just they show up and be funny. They have everything set up for you. Speaking of showing up and be, being funny, I texted you last night. Um, Burt Kreischer's new special on Netflix is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, dude. I, I got to check it out. First of all, his bit of just walking on stage and taking off his shirt is it, Sarah hates it for obvious reasons. Why, why, why does just, he do that? Because one time he did it and he killed. And so now he's just like, fuck it. This is my bit. I don't care. And he doesn't even reference like, so now he just walks, he walks on stage and they did this like 3d thing where he like rips it off and all the buttons go everywhere and like comes at the TV and everything <laughs> yeah. like that. But that's it. He's not like, Oh, it's time to take my shirt off. Oh, aren't I funny? I, I do this so without he comes my shirt. Out he with the comes, shirt comes out with a shirt on, it. rips it off, buttons go everywhere. And then he just gets into it. So, but that's not even like what's funny about it. It's, but it's just such a, distinct bit that he does yeah. that nobody else can do. Nobody else can, can be topless when they do comedy now because it's just going to be, oh, you're ripping off Burt Kreischer. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't know why I'd want to be. Oh, my God. I don't know why either. I mean, I mean the but, thought of being shirtless in front of people just makes me uncomfortable. And 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 he looks he looks so comfortable up there being, yeah. being a fat guy on stage with his shirt off. Yeah, I love that about him. That's cool. He goes on a 30-minute, it's probably 30 minutes worth of a story that he tells about like charities and and the way he acts when he goes to charities. Yeah. That is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I want to do it. I want I'm not going to give it away. Okay. But I I when I go to a charity next time, I'm going to buy all the raffle tickets. I'm just going to buy them all. Buy them all. I'm just going to buy them all. Because that's what he does in one of his bits. And it's the funniest thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll ruin it. So, because he's going to do it. He's way funnier. So go watch it. But there's a point where um, he, he walks up to this guy selling a raffle ticket. Uh, and he's like, hey, how many have you sold? About 30. Well, how many were you wanting to sell? About 700. And there's like 10 minutes left. So he's like, fuck it. I'm buying the rest. <laughs> Dude, he's that, like, don't, don't tell anybody. And he's like, what about your wife? Definitely don't tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and so nobody knows. Oh, and, 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 and then, of course, the guy's like, well, I think you're going to make a lot of people mad. He's like, I'd be pissed off if they weren't mad. Yeah, exactly. And so he so just like, goes off into a corner and he plans his route because he knows he's going to probably win most of these things. Yeah. <laughs> and as they start as they start hollering off, he's like, oh, it's me. I won. <laughs> and he's like trying to make his way through and he's hitting people with his belly and stuff like that. Funniest shit I've ever seen. Um, and it's a master class on comedy. A master class. I don't know how you can be that good at comedy. I just, I, I, I was watching it last night and I'm like, well, I give up. 
<laughs> I quit. I give up. I'll I, never, I will never be this good. No, I just, I just happen. reached my peak potential. I just realized that exactly. I will never be there. <laughs> oh yeah, if I if I if I hopped into the Morpho machine from uh, the Big Door Prize, it, the the my peak potential would be open mic at ZNM <laughs> Winery. <laughs> like, oh okay, nailed it. All right, nailed hey, it. But at least you reached it. Man. I did it. And that's what I, matters. I did it, Brian. Yeah. Did you know that? Uh, uh, what's that show? Van. Um, Wilder. Van Wilder. Did you know Van Wilder is based off of Burt Kreischer? No. Yeah. Burt Kreischer was the subject of a Rolling Stone article back in like the late 90s, early 2000s when uh-huh. he, was going to, he was going to college at Florida State University. Yeah. He was the biggest partier at the biggest uh, party school in the oh, nation. Oh, fuck. They did like a five-page expose on Burt Kreischer back then. Oh, my God. And they based Before Van Wilder... Did- on that <laughs> the article yeah so before he was famous they did an article uh, they, they they did that article on him they made a movie based off of him he wasn't even famous yet and then he went on to become one of the biggest comedians of all time wow yeah wow success story yeah Love dude him, you know him and tom segura just kind of get there and just just do this uh talking rambling thing with all the little tags and hits but, that they, they, but do. They, they they make it look like they're just up there talking yeah but, but they, they, they fine-tune that yeah shit, dude. exactly i'm just saying they just make it look like it's it's stream of consciousness yeah. but it's not they're so good just, yeah I, I love burt kreischer he's he's my favorite right now he's my favorite right now um speaking of huh, uh so I, I went to parsons last weekend uh-huh and uh, uh my buddy caleb um he is a director they did moon over buffalo yes which is a show that i did in college and then, uh, so I played George in college. And then, uh, when I was doing community theater down in Parsons, we also did it with the community theater. I directed it and then I couldn't find anybody to play, uh, one of the smaller characters. So I, I jumped in that role. Okay. I'd never actually seen Moon Over Buffalo though, you know, cause like uh-huh. when you, when you're in it and you're like directing, yeah, directing when you're in a, in a show is, is kind of interesting too, because you're on stage and you're, you're watching from on stage mm-hmm. trying to imagine what it looks like from the audience. Yeah. And then directing them based off of what you're what you imagine it looks like in the audience, right? Yeah. So, but I've never sat in the audience and actually watched the show. Now, granted, this was with a bunch of high schoolers, so I'm not talking shit on high schoolers when I say, for the most part, even the best high school actor isn't all that great of an actor. Sure. You know what I mean? They're trying. They're working their ass off. Yeah. And they're doing a great job. Um. But like, like, like seeing somebody play what I consider the best character I've ever done. Uh, Moon Over Buffalo is one of the funniest shows I've, I've, I've ever been ever been a part of, uh, but then I was like the lead in it, and uh-huh. everybody tells me that uh, that it's the best they've ever seen me as well, and I know my talents, so I'm like, well, it must have been a great show. So now I'm I'm sitting there watching the show, and I'm thinking of me, and I'm like, I'm first of all, it's hilarious. I have never sat at a show and screamed with laughter. I was literally screaming with laughter with what's what's happening on stage but at the same time all i'm thinking of imagine if it was me <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right right would have so, been much better if it was me but but all i can all, out of the way kid <laughs> get the fuck out of here you're up there in a patagonia hoodie not even in the shit like oh fuck you all i could think of was just like well now i know why everybody said i was so good in it because if this kid is this good yeah Imagine me yeah, doing this, imagine. and then I then I was just like, "Oh man, I've missed out on so much not being able to see me performing." <laughs> oh God, I feel so bad that I haven't been able to enjoy me like you. You know, you guys are the lucky ones. You guys are the lucky ones. I I so stupid. Wish I could sit out there and watch this too. I know, but that's what I was. I, that's what was going through my mind, and I realized how preposterous of a take that is. Yeah, but then it just made me laugh like even more thinking of the fact that like. Jeremy, you're so fucking stupid. Yeah, you're tapping the guy next to you. I played that part before, but better. And if it was me, you'd be laughing so hard right now. Look, you guys are laughing a lot right yeah. now, but I honestly feel bad for Take you. Take it that, up a notch. That, that you didn't get to see me do this 20 years ago, because yes. then you'd be really exactly. laughing. Now, you've seen the Parsons basketball team play right now. Imagine if Jordan was on the team. That's me. That might have been some of the stuff that oh, I was thinking. Oh, God. <laughs> but have you, like, have you ever been? I'd be the most popular kid in this school. Easy. Easy. Oh, fucking, I'm going back. <laughs> but I'm going have, back. Like, have you ever been in anything and just like wanted to see you in it? Like, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing to say as as a, as an actor. But like, there there are times where you're like, man, I, I'm pretty sure this is really funny. I wish I could see it. Yeah, yeah, but 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 not on video because <laughs> not on video because it's totally different. On video are fucking miserable. It's totally but, different. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, you feel you hear it and you, you feel. 
the laughter, and you kind of wish you could be out there with them enjoying the laughter. But if you're out there, they're not laughing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 I wish I was out there seeing this. But if somebody else was was in this role, it wouldn't be nearly as funny. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so so I guess my my other question here is: Have you ever gone to see a show that you've been in, and like see that person like do a, a decent job? Like, I have. Not it's it's a weird experience. I have not. I it's have a not, weird no. experience, especially Moon Over Buffalo. To me, is, is something that hits hits hard because uh, it was it was a big moment for me in college to realize that, like oh shit I can actually carry a show. Yeah, I can I can do this and like. Like I was nervous about my grandma coming to watch it because there's a lot of like sexual jokes and uh-huh. uh, quite a bit of like like I, at one point George says God damn it to hell and I was really worried that you know Grandma Pete Velma Henson yeah you led her was to her grave not gonna be you know approve she was not gonna approve of this and after the show she she came up and gave me a huge hug and was like this is that's the funniest thing I've ever seen I can't believe how good you were and I was just like wow so it went from me being worried about my grandma even being there to her coming up and being like completely complimentary, which is not something that grandma Pete used to do. So did you say that he's getting pushback from this show? Uh, he was getting a little bit. Somebody left the, somebody left the show and said it was just in poor taste. In Some poor ta- old person. It, isn't just this left. a very old show? It is. It is. It, it's, I mean, it had to have been written in the seventies, uh, but it takes place in the fifties uh, in Buffalo, New York. Uh, and in what? I mean, they, yeah, they, they, I think they, nothing was very, you know, out I, of control I, offensive back then. No, I, th- I think, think it was just that the kids were swearing because you know it's high school kids oh and yeah, then and, like and high school kids never swear no not at all and they also never get drunk uh because oh, the, the lead not. character gets just blotto certainly just not blackout drunk off of uh, and they never fuck teachers yeah you never. know they didn't whenever <laughs> i was in school these fucking young lady teachers man <laughs> really pissed me off dude like i, I like had, you missed an opportunity yeah, now you're I wanting had, to go back i had these old teachers man and now you know you'll see like you know, oh, another, you know, teacher sleeps with a student and it looks like a fucking, uh, like an Instagram model. Like, what the right. fuck? Which, I mean, that's got to be a mental health thing, right? I mean, why? I mean, these women oh, yeah. can have anybody they want. Yeah. But they, and, 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 and I give a pass to those ladies, you know, because. <laughs> okay, interesting. Because those guys, those fucking, dude, those dudes want it. You know what I mean? But they you do. Know, but male, male teachers, totally inappropriate. Right. Totally inappropriate. <laughs> but, you leave those young ladies alone. But your take is that the the female teachers are okay because the 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 these dudes the are victims, jacking off thinking about them every day. That that doesn't mean that that's actually what they want. No, they got to jack off there's, with the vagina. There's fantasy and then there's reality. Oh, are you singing Bohemian Rhapsody to me right now? I'm just a little silhouette <laughs> of a man. No, but listen, this is the bullshit. They're giving the opportunity of a lifetime, okay? Oh, as a matter of fact, I will, I will fucking go back to Curb Your Enthusiasm again. Oh, my good. You are on a roll with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. In the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode, this guy got this big settlement because this hot model had sex with him when he was set, when he was 16 or 17 years old yeah and it fucking ruined her career and Larry David and, and, he, and he's always talking about yeah it was a very traumatic experience for me and Larry David's like oh really that was traumatic for you sleeping <laughs> with this beautiful woman you know and he shows other people pictures he goes hey he goes to a kid goes would it be traumatic if this woman had sex he goes no he goes and 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 and, and one if she gave you a lot of money to keep you quiet he goes hell yeah I'm, i would be down with that can we do it right now he goes it's not really going to happen i'm just asking to prove a point right these fucking kids they can't keep their goddamn mouth shut that's the problem they <sighs> brag about it yeah and then when it goes to the courts like oh i was a victim i mean fuck they, you you were slapping high fives last week just because but the young ladies <laughs> leave them alone dude leave them alone there are plenty of times where, like, if something happens in your life, uh, at the time, you're like, that's badass. But then when you look back on it, you're like, no, maybe that wasn't a good idea. Like, Dude, I don't know. you busted inside of your math teacher, bro. I mean, good for, good on you. I mean, yeah, but just because you, you enjoy it in the moment doesn't mean it is. It, <sighs> this is going to be a rough thing to say, but sometimes women who are raped orgasm. Oh, dude. That doesn't fact, mean they enjoyed it. Well, let me go and tell that you something. does not mean it was a good thing. Yeah, but like <laughs> also he wasn't blindly walking around with an erection and accidentally ended up inside of a vagina. But I, okay, you know, I'm going to uh, skirt. God. Skip. Here's the deal. My, my iPad one, died, so I can't, I can't play one the disclaimer. One of the creepiest. Oh, God. One of the creepiest stories I heard from prison. Okay. Was from a counselor. Okay. As a matter of fact. 
you've met this person before. I'm not going to put any names out there, but. Oh, I think I might know who it is. I might have listened. I might have listened to that episode. She recently. She said (laughs) that. um, Oh man, she said that one of the rapists from Lansing Prison, when he described what he would do to his victims. Oh my God, she had to listen to this. Oh, dude, this is some fucked up shit. Jesus. He said, "I treated them with respect. I never, I never punched him." Oh my I, God. I pinned them to the ground and I told them everything that was going to happen. Oh, so that makes it okay. And I told them that it wasn't their fault. Oh my God. Now listen, your body is naturally going to react to what I'm going to do to you. Ugh. You're going to get wet Ugh. and it may even feel good. And you may have an orgasm, but I want you to remember that this is not your fault oh my dude God. that's even worse that's way worse that's worse jesus what the Christ. fuck are you doing man that shit i heard those words like years ago and, and the, they still haunt me today the man justification exactly don't worry oh. about it this is me it's not you god that's awful so now i take back my whole entire thing but except there for, you they're go. a guy no it's a guy no they're not traumatized <laughs> By their high, by their twenty-six-year-old teacher having sex with them. Yeah, they are. It's a power situation. All right, it's a power situation. Continue. They are. They are in a in a, in a in a scenario where they are, you know, they don't have as much power in that. In okay. That scenario. Okay. Fine. Continue. Anywho, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I had a high school teacher that was hot, I you know, at the time, I probably would have been like, hell yeah, yeah fuck yeah. But then fuck 20, yeah. 20 years later, when you can't you know like have a an emotionally stable relationship, and you're looking back on why it might have been because of that. Oh man, I guess possibly. I guess we'll never know. Exactly, <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah, no, actually, there's been a lot. I had of, a teacher named Miss Young, and she was old. <laughs> Ironically, Miss Old was really young. <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy. <laughs> But yeah, this is a crazy, crazy world we live in. I did not have a hot teacher. I can't think of one. Not a one. Not one. I, not well, a one. Okay, when I get to the elementary school, like high school, definitely not. Junior high, oh my God, no. You want to talk about ugly teachers. Calvary Christian School. Ooh, I can already <laughs> tell by the name. It's and, terrible. And here's the thing. It was a it was a private Christian school, but not like, like most people, when they think of a private Christian school, they think of like a nice school. Yeah. No, this is a poor Christian school. Oh, yeah, Which yeah, makes yeah. it even worse. Oh, I'm thinking of like those really creepy fucking rural far-right Christian ladies, no makeup on. Yep. That's, Which, I mean, it's okay to not wear makeup, but just looking very Pentecostal. No, uh, <laughs> who are the ones that have like uh, 20 wives? Uh, Mormons? But no, I mean, yeah, maybe that's them. I don't know. Whatever the fuck they are. <laughs> lots of denim skirts yeah, in my Yeah, yeah, lots of denim skirts. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Don't get my, haircuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ungodly. But like all of my teachers looked like they were like one step away from hospice. I like had they were old, oh yeah yeah old. I, I had one teacher, Mrs. Dooley, third grade. She taught me how to play uh, chess. I had a big old crush on her, Miss yeah? Dooley. Actually, not yeah. Mrs. Miss Dooley. I was uh, even at third grade. I was paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Did you say Miss? Miss. Oh, ding. Well, so hello. you're saying there's a chance? Hey there. I, and I used to actually. Uh, one of the reasons why I liked chess so much. Was because I got to uh, skip recess and like go into my third grade teacher's class, and she would teach me one on one how to play chess. Fuck about chess. I didn't give a shit about chess. I just wanted to look into her eyes. She was your pawn. She was my queen, bro. She was my queen. All my other all my other classmates were the pawns. Yes. Go outside and play, you fucking peasants. That's right. That's right. I wish I knew some more uh more fucking chess terminology because I'd use it right now, but I don't. <laughs> I just play I'll just checkers throw some with chess pieces. Bishop, Bishop, how about that? <laughs> okay, there you go. I'm going to Bishop, and I'm going to storm her <laughs> castle. There you go. Okay, that's a rook, technically. I, but... <laughs> <laughs> I still remember all the moves. I, I just, I bet you do. All the moves. No, see, Jeremy, this one can move forwards and backwards. Forwards and backwards. What's this one that forwards goes up and to and over one? Uh, uh, I don't know. That's, uh, oh, what is that one? That's, that's the knight. Yeah, so you really know how to play chess. Hey, you would have been great in prison. Like, everybody oh, dude, in prison knows how to play good chess. I'm like, man, and it's because they spend a lot of time in jail learning how to play chess. Yeah, chess yeah. is so much fun. But trust me, the, the in this situation, the same scenario, the guy you're playing with is trying to fuck you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'm Miss Dooley. I'm the knight and he's my queen. <laughs> What'd you say your name was again? I'm Miss Dooley. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Miss Dooley taught me how to play. Um, yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, you got anything else for me? 
Uh, no, where are we at? We're at about 50 minutes, bro. Oh, well, I guess we'll just go. Well, we got We're a show, close. guys. We got a show. Oh, that's right. We got a show. I can't we, play this, any of my this, music. This just imagine. the second episode in a row where we didn't even mention our comedy show um, um, that we have coming up. Good point. Imagine. No, I'm just going to play it underneath here. So you just act okay. as if the. Oh, <laughs> next Friday, Lawrence, Kansas, Rock Chuck KU. We better see you. <laughs> At the winery, ZNM Twisted Vine. Okay, I'm actually not going to put the music under this. It's, it's much funnier. I knew this was it's a much setup. Funnier. <laughs> we have our featured acts: Evan Christian Gold. We have Kaylee Carr. We have Anna Mae Smith headlining, That's hosted right. by Jeremy and myself. Guys, this is going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, it just it's it's a lot of fun. Come it, out there, you get free comedy. Yep. You got to pay for the wine, but it is good. Yeah, it goes down very it's, it's easy. Good. And and honestly, if you came out to the first one, this is going to be a completely different feel as well. We've that, got three different comedians. That's what's great about this. It yep. keeps changing. It keeps yep. mixing up. So, and so we actually do have a lot of people returning. That's right. So we've got a lot of people coming from the first show. But if you missed the first one, you do have a second chance to come again. This is a ZNM Winery in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, so just be prepared. I, I, I do want to caution people. It is it is a bit of a drive. So you want to have a DD uh, or cut yourself off, you know, at a decent time so you can drive back sober but um outside of that th- that's really the only only warnings that are uh that we have as far as you know that type of, I'm, i don't know why i'm warning people but yeah <laughs> just uh, just be careful um you know we want everybody to to arrive home safely uh so make sure you have a dd or cut yourself off early and uh come out and see us and more importantly find us on the facebook page and reply to the fact that you're actually th- that you're going uh because that's going to give us an idea of, of uh, how many people are going to be there uh, it's easier to plan that way and most importantly i can't wait to see you guys Yes, um, come see us. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, uh, we've we've seen all of these people perform. Uh, yeah, we have. At least once. Uh, we've seen uh, multiple uh, at, at the Rhino. We were actually just there this last Wednesday doing an open mic, uh, getting some reps in, getting prepared. Getting ready for you guys. Yep, getting ready for you guys. And uh, these guys are very funny. Uh, Evan Christian Gold, I, I can I can speak to, uh, is hilarious. Um, Kaylee uh, used to host at the Rhino. She is absolutely hilarious. And Anna, I, I don't think, I think I've seen Anna perform, but I'm, no. I'm really looking forward to her. Because yeah, we Anna. met her, we met her uh, the other night, and she was hilarious just sitting it's there talking crazy. at the bar. Anna is young, and she's been doing comedy for ten years. Really? Like, fuck, that pisses me off. Like, I don't know why we didn't get started when we were younger. Like, I've been going in, in, in because I can imagine walking starts. in, walking into like at eighteen to an open mic night. Like, yeah. uh, hi guys, uh, I've done plays before. I yeah. mean, I don't, it's uh, it's crazy. But uh, I mean, I was twenty one the first time I went up. Actually, yeah, yeah I was twenty one. Might have been twenty the first time I went up. So. Yeah, if I would have just kept kept, kept going. going. Yep. Kept going. Yep. There was a guy that the uh, very first time I went up, um, the, the very next night he was auditioning for Saturday Night Live. Wow. Yeah. Dude, dude, Austin, Texas, fucking blowing up for comedy. Yeah, it is. Um, fucking Joe Rogan's mothership. I want to go see a show there sometime. Yeah. You I, get some I, Austin, big people Texas there. be a great place to go for a vacation. Just the music and the comedy scene. I hear but, it's great. But man, I, I you know, there's there's just so much shit going on. There's so many opportunities, and it's just about continuing on and keep going, keep going, keep going. The fact that that video you sent me, that Bill Burr said he slept on a futon till he was 36, and yeah. now he's. One well, of the biggest. He's successful and not hurting for money. No, no, not at all. Um, so th- it's just just about doing it over and over and over again. And your support helps with that, guys. So please come see us. Thanks again. Looking forward to seeing everybody. And bye-bye. Uh, That's it. That's it. Don't forget to visit trytopodcast.com or look for the boys bye. on Facebook, bye. Instagram, and Twitter by searching for Try to Podcast. And for God's sake... Don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's literally the least you can do, and it goes a long way to help the show. Bye. Bye.